Ogeo has been around for three decades, but it was in 2001 that the brand forever changed the way we think about gear bags. With never seen before features, like specific storage compartments for your boots, helmets, gear and more, the Ogeo 9800 is the most popular gear bag in motocross. Visit ogeopowersports.com. Alright, so fresh off of a great weekend at the Geneva Supercross, this is Martin Davalos. Martin, that was huge. I think that despite the fact that you got second, uh, you won more races than anybody did, and you're the talk of the weekend. So take me through two days of racing in Switzerland. Yeah, um, thank you so much for having me. But yeah, it's been it, it was a great experience to go to Geneva. I've wanted to, to go, you know, in the past, and we finally made it happen this year with the visa visa situation. Uh, finally got it got it you know settled, and I was able to show up. Um, to be honest with you, we um, Mitch and Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki they they you know the engine on that bike was it's it's was stock you know and i uh I, what i what i was training here with it was a stock motorcycle i just you know i just had the suspension the triple clams and you know the factory wheels because you know the suspension needs to have the factory wheels so mitch and the guys you know put uh put that little package together and they shipped it a few weeks back to geneva so i could have suspension my triple clams and the wheels on the bike and then you know run a stock bike um honestly funny thing is uh, you know, my, my mechanic that was going to come with me to that race, um, Kyle, he's um, Cameron McAdoo's mechanic now. You know, they're they're full on testing and getting ready for the season. So he told me I can't come. Um, what are you going to do? So I decided to bring Brian Johnson, which is the tra my trainer now at MTF. And he's a really good friend of mine. So I just told him, hey, just come help me put the bike together, pit board for me, and let's do it. So, uh, yeah, I just pretty much brought a little toolbox with all the tools showed up to uh to geneva me and him stayed up until midnight on thursday night or yeah thursday night putting the bike together we did suspension linkage shock pipe and man we went racing together so it was it was pretty fun um i had a great experience i knew the start was going to be crucial we walked the track to be honest with you it seemed like it was going to be a pretty hard packed track but it was play though it got so rutted i have honestly i haven't seen uh, such a rutted track in a long time i i was talking to steve mathis and a lot of the guys um i'd say atlanta 2006 2007 that's how how gnarly rutted it got so um couldn't complain about much you know like i said i was i got i really impressed myself with um my consistency off the gate the starts were uh, played a huge part obviously the track was not like a full-on supercross it was a little smaller but um i feel great on the bike uh, you know i've had a, a a decent off season right now and uh, just for me it was a great experience to go and you know get on the gate um and race you know justin brayton barsha malcolm um you know justin hill vince freeze and all the you know all the euro guys so for me it was just a a great challenge to see where I was to learn the bike. Um, it's been a, a, a difficult adjustment at the beginning, you know, with how much power the bike's got, but it's been a blast. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, I thought that Brian was your mechanic there for a bit because I saw him always around all weekend, and then I saw him with a backpack, and I didn't see anybody in a PC shirt around. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, Brian's a mechanic. So that's cool that you got to take, like, your own whole little package of what you wanted over there to make you super comfortable on the bike and then with people around you to make it you know a great first impression over there yeah definitely and i think that's what it's all about you know we just kind of i was talking to my you know my parents and my and my wife and it's just you know it was such a 
you know, old school, you know, me and my buddy just, we worked on the bike. We made, we made it a, a fun trip, you know, um, obviously I wanted to do good. Obviously when I, when I put my helmet on, I want to be competitive. I want to be fast, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's just about having fun, man. I just, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm all about now. I'm racing a motorcycle. I have a, a kid now. I'm, I'm having a blast. You know, training has been great. Um, I, you know, I got the opportunity to go race in Europe and that is a huge thing, you know, and it, the, the weekend was great. You know, I, I had a lot of up and, you know, I'd say a little up and downs, you know, I, I made some mistakes. I learned a, a ton and, you know, that's what I, I was supposed to go to Geneva for just to make mistakes, to, to learn how, how I'm going to feel on this bike, you know, how I'm going to, you know, how I'm, the nerves were there, there, you know, like, I'm not going to lie. And, and that's what I wanted. I, that's the experience that I wanted that I got. So it was great. Um, one criticism I had from watching on Friday, you did look a little shaky. And I think that you might even say that you felt that way too at times, but you cleaned up a lot of little issues that you were having by Saturday night. Did you feel like you made a lot of progress from one day to the next? Yeah, definitely. I mean, and uh, that's been one of the, the biggest challenges for me on this bike. You know, it, it, I definitely, you know, I do feel a little shaky sometimes, you know, there's so much power and sometimes I feel like I am, I'm trying to ride a 250 and that's not the case on this bike, you know, it's just, you this you have to be patient there's so much power i mean you can't grab a handful you'll slide you'll you know get you know you'll wheel wheelie and it just gets a little out under control uh, out of control so for me yes friday was a little shaky i was a little nervous you know overshooting a couple rhythm sections but saturday i felt i felt at home i mean i felt really really good um my starts were great i was confident i was comfortable i knew what the bike was going to do um so I felt great then. Hey, there was like a chuck hole at the landing of that one step over double at the end of the first rhythm section. Was that thing that gnarly? Because I saw you hit it a couple times and I was like, whoa, like yeah, that thing was big. Yes, it was. Honestly, it was so soft. It was it was it was different and, and it will pull your bike right and left. You know, like there's some softer spots. You It would be really unpredictable. And yeah, that little step up. The guys actually with the Bobcats did a great job trying to clean it up for us because it it got to the point where, you know, even the whoops, they had to mellow them down a little bit because in practice, you know, they were so, so, they were pretty big and they were so steep and rutted. Um, but they did a good job cleaning it up. But, yeah, the track still deteriorated um, gnarly for us in the main event. So um, it was hard to find smooth lines. And, yeah, just that's the softness of it just pulls you right and left. So right and left. So it was it was hard to be consistent friday night's main event was huge because as you alluded to that start was important um just the way that it set up into that first turn and you were one of the only guys that was able to do that first double in the lane and then you instantly just put a huge amount of distance between yourself and the rest of the pack and that was a huge win i mean a statement win for you how did friday night's main event feel compared to the entire weekend um, honestly, I knew that the start was going to be critical. I, I knew by, by riding in practice, I knew that I was, my speed was there. Um, we were second time qualifiers, so the track was really, really bad for us. And honestly, I didn't really put a lot of effort into practice because I just, I, I, I knew that I needed to connect with the track. I needed to put laps. I needed to, you know, make sure I was comfortable. But that, obviously, that start helped a ton. I was able to double in off the start and just put a little bit of a gap to, to to make make it comfortable and then i just kind of put my head down i uh, made some mistakes i ran into some lappers i had 
a clutch issue. We, to be honest with you, it was kind of my mistake. We got we got there and we never drained the stock clutch on the bike on the brand new bike. So I run I ran the whole day on on Friday with the same clutch, same oil, and the bike was getting so hot it was smoking. And uh, at the uh, towards the end of the the main the, the main event on on uh, Friday, the the clutch was kind of going away. I, I couldn't stop in the corners very good. And but it is what it is. It's not an excuse. I just we we were able to you know, make it better for, uh, for Saturday. We drained the clutch, put a new, um, drained the oil, I'm sorry, put a new clutch and we were able to have a little better bike, um, for, uh, for Saturday. So that's something that we learned. And, um, honestly, it was, it was great that I was, I was riding under pressure. I seen, um, Justin Barsha in second and, you know, I was able to maintain my lead, ran into some lappers. He ran into some lappers and, he put a little charge at the end, but I was I was able to hold it up, so it was good. Yeah, I saw how much the bike was steaming. Like after you finished, I was like, "Ooh, he really cooked it." And that's the thing that a lot of people, unless you go to those races and see for yourself, there's really no place for the bike to cool down. You're always on the gas. There's not a lot of airflow. It's not like there's this big break where you can like give it a minute to rest. They they just get hot. Yeah, they it got so hot. I think. Uh, you know, I even called um, my mechanic in California that, that night because of the, the hour change. They were a lot earlier. And he told me that the 450, the Cowboy 450 runs stock um, automatically pretty hot. So they run a special coolant here. Um, we were running water. I don't know what kind of coolant was there. But, yeah, we lost the whole – we lost – the radiators were empty by the end of the night. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I was a little – to be honest, I was a little scared going into – into saturday but we were able to put a little better cool and we checked that every time i came off the track actually um the some of the honda guys helped us and they gave us a like i think it's more of a pressure cap radiator cap Mm -hmm. and that made it a lot better obviously changing the oil and uh to a you know a little better oil and a different clutch made the bike a lot better i think that was a huge um huge benefit that we had going into you know into saturday it's just the bike wasn't running as hot honestly the main when the main i didn't know they ran this dual cup like the head to head we when i was done with that my bike was so hot i told brian i'm like dude my clutch is completely it's not smoke but i just feel like the bike is so hot it's not cooling down got into the the gate and my bike was i like on the frame i i was like i'm gonna catch on fire on this thing like it's so hot and we made it through like i said we lost obviously from people that saw the video we lost a lot of um coolant and the bike was smoking at the end so um yeah, it was, it was crazy. The one thing on those races, too, it's not like you have a lot of time or a lot of resources or anything like that to, like, blow air on it. I mean, the only thing you probably could do is take it outside and cool it off, but then you're going to have to warm the bike right back up and all those other things. Like, it's there's a lot that goes into those European races that it's way different than the AMA Supercross Series, and you don't understand it until you get there and experience it for yourself. Yes, um, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's an experience that you got to live and. You know, for me, I just kind of, I if now I know next time if I do go, like what I'm, what I, what I'm expecting and what what we really need, and yeah, it's it's tough when you're going to another country. You know, they're gonna provide you a bike. You're bringing your parts. You know, we didn't have. You know, we need to ask for air. We need to ask for everything. Water, everything. For water, for everything. So it's it's kind of like, you know, you're not fully prepared but you're making it work and we made it work we had a great time obviously we thank goodness we didn't have any bike problems major bike problems um 
you know, the stock bikes nowadays are, are really good and um, they're able to last. But there's a few things that are just rookie mistakes. You know, I'm a, I'm a racer and I'm not a like a like a, a you know experienced mechanic. Also, my buddy's not a Brian's not an experienced mechanic, so we just we made the best out of it. And you know, we we were thankful that we had people around that helped us a little bit here and there, and uh, just we made it work. And that that kind of was was it. As good as Friday was, I honestly think that Saturday was your best day overall because top qualifier, which was huge by a considerable amount, and then your heat race, even though you didn't win, I think that might have been your best performance personally of the weekend because you led laps, you made a mistake, which is unfortunate, but then when the mistake happened, you regrouped, and then you were able to get back into the flow and track Brayton down and, and stay in the routine. How, do, how was that heat race, and do you feel like it was a great ride? Yeah, I felt I felt great. Obviously, got, a, got another great start. I was able to put my head down, um, got a, a little gap, you know, in between me and second, and I was able to maintain it. Came into the corner, and like I said, this is just a little rookie mistakes. I just gassed it a little too much, um, and lost a little bit of um, traction and slid out. Um, obviously, Brayton and um, I think it was Mookie that got by me, and I was able to, you know, kind of regroup. I was able to find the flow again, and then just able to, you know get into my rhythm and and catch back up to the pack um i just i feel good you know i just i i, I feel good on this motorcycle I, I feel good on the 450 there's a couple things that i gotta learn obviously it's gonna be my rookie season i want to be you know consistent i i i don't you know i'm a rookie but i'm experienced enough you know i've been racing for a while that i i think i i know what i need to do to to just to be consistent you know like I know that I can go fast. I know I can put in one lap if I need to, but for me, it's just the longevity. You know, like it's I'm this ain't, this isn't eight races anymore. It's it's seventeen races. So um, I think that the starts are gonna help. I think you know being able to start up front is gonna teach me how to you know run that pace. And you know, obviously, it's gonna challenge me. I haven't done the twenty. 20 minute motos you know at that kind of pace so it's it's going to be something different that i'm going to run into you know Mm -hmm. the head-to-head races you and jb had like a number of good duels over the weekend and then saturday night kind of seemed like things came to a head can you take me through um just you guys kind of banging bars back and forth yeah honestly on on friday i uh you know once we got to the final and jb got me on the first one um the second one, I I needed to make a little move, you know, to try and give myself a shot to go into the the tiebreaker. So coming into the whoops, I put in a, a really good run through the whoops um, before the last turn. And I'll be honest with you, I I did I didn't think. I mean, I obviously I was aggressive, but I didn't think I was dirty. You know, I was aggressive. I I I caught through the ruts, and I gave him room to you know kind of slow down a little bit. But he kind of kept it going, and um, just we we kind of touched a little bit. I didn't I didn't feel like we touched really that hard, but um, I think he he fell, and just that that didn't make him happy. But I needed to give myself a, a chance to go to the third one, and obviously got a good start on the third one. I was able to win that night. The second night, you know, I I tried apologizing. He didn't, you know, he didn't want to buy it. <laughs> and then and then on on Saturday. I knew he was going to ride aggressive if we got to the head-to-head, and uh, unfortunately, I I gave him the I gave him a, a little window, and he made the best out of it, and just kind of cut me off going into the jump, and I I got off the track, and that just kind of, you know, made me boil a little bit. I was 
kind of pissed, but, you know, got back and, uh, you know, my body trainer, Brian, just told me, dude, it's just not worth it. Let's just have fun and, and, and stuff. And he was right. You know, it's, it's just a, a race that it, it, it's not worth to, for me to go out and, and try and, you know, maybe take both of us out. And, you know, I, I, I respect him. I've known him for a while and we've been teammates in the, in the, in the past, you know, I know he's not a dirty rider. I'm, I'm not known to be a, a dirty rider either. And, uh, you know, just put it behind and we talked at the end and he told me, let's put it behind and just ride, ride our own races. And that's what we did. And, uh, it is what it is. Um, I know that a lot of the 450 guys have a lot of respect and I, 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 you know, I respect that also. So, you know, I'm not trying to be that guy that that's, you know, that's dirty. I just, I want to be competitive. I want to be aggressive when I need to be. And, you know, I, if I, if I have a, a, a shot to, you know, pass somebody, I'm going to try and do it clean or just a little aggressive. I think that's just um, banging bars a little, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. So last topic of Saturday night was the main event. You got out another great start, another laps led. Um, but you did wash the front end out on that sandy section, which was the one big difference of that whole track. The rest of it's that real softer, that was loose sand. Uh, what exactly happened? Just push the front end. Yeah, just push the front end. Um, you know, it was it was tricky because we we're we we're going jump on, jump off. Um, then we we're doing quad, triple into the corner. Now on on Friday when I was tripling into the corner, I was landing in, into a rut on the inside, and it was it was making it. I was making it work. On Saturday they cleaned it up for the main event, and it was just kind of a little washy. So uh, just kind of landed, and you know it was, it was hard to stop, and just lost the front end. Just a little silly mistake. Um, got trapped under the bike so it, i needed some people to help me get under it or under it and then i was able to you know kind of remount i think i got passed by hill and somebody else and i was able to you know just put my head back and try and come come back and i was able to just come to third which it was good you know i'm, I'm bummed i i wasn't able to you know i i wish i would i could have battled with them and um even if i made a mistake and not crash maybe just stay with them um, it would have been a, another great experience, but you know, I just made a, a little mistake, fell, and it is what it is. Um, JB got the best of it and was able to take take the win, the overall win. But I'm pretty pumped, honestly. I thought I got third overall, but I guess I got second. You guys and, tied on points. Yeah, that's what they told me. I, I just found out when I was coming back yesterday that I got second overall. But for me, it was a great experience. You know, it just it was awesome to be racing those guys, and uh, you know, I just I hope I can be as competitive as I was that weekend coming into a one, you know, obviously the field can't, you, you know, I'm, the people that I'm going to be racing is just, you know, it just can't really, you know, predict where compare. you're going to be. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, there's just so many good guys, champions and, and all that, but it's a, uh, it's honestly a blessing that I, I mean, but I've always wanted to do this, uh, the 450 class and, and I, you know, I have a shot and I want to make the best of it, you know? Yeah, which leads us perfectly into the next thing. The news just now dropped. It's confirmed and it's been rumored for a while. Team Tedder with KTM support for 2020. Uh, I read an interview that Eric Johnson at Racer X did with Matt Tedder, the team owner over there. And it sounds like Roger like eyed you up personally and wanted them to put you on the bike. I had heard that that had been in the works for a while. How does it feel for you to know, hey, I have a place I'm going 450 in 2020 when, when you and I talked in Las Vegas this May, it was almost it yeah if honestly it's a huge relief and i've gosh I, I feel bad for a lot of people 
and I am blessed and lucky that I have this opportunity. It's a tough sport, man. It is it is tough out there. A lot of people and a lot of people, you know, a lot of the, the fans and the watchers, they don't really understand what we're trying to do to be out there and race. And, you know, at the end of the season when you're sitting at home not knowing, am I going to go race? Am I not, not, am I not going to have an opportunity? Um, when you start, you know, all the news start come out, you know, this guy signed here, this guy signed sign there like there's no more factory rides there's no satellite teams you know with factory support you're like i mean is it is it time to you know retire like i i really want to have a shot but there's nothing out there and you know i'm 32 now i have a kid you know i can't do it out of my pocket i mean it's just it's not it's not practical um so this opportunity came and you know it it was a blessing in the sky like i said it's it's the closest that I can ever be without being under the factory tent. So um, for me, it's a huge opportunity, and I'm, i got to make the best out of it. Mm -hmm. um, you're a guy that's been familiar with KTM, though. You rode for MDK way in the past, and then everything's still there. So, I mean, obviously this is way different than it was back then. But for you, is anything the same? I mean, does it still feel like a KTM? Well, the bikes changed a ton. <laughs> when I rode KTM, they didn't have a linkage. So that tells you how old I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, the, the bike is a good bike. Um, obviously, it's got so much power. That's what a lot, you know, the motor, to me, honestly, the motor wasn't going to be a concern because it, a stock bike is, I, I think, personally, is, is fast enough to be competitive in Supercross. I think it's more like, how can I make this bike rideable? Um, when I hopped on the bike, the engine was very, very easy to ride, which is obviously that's what you're looking for. Um, it's gonna, they're going to be long main events, so you need something that is not going to wear you down, you know. And and the chassis was good, you know. That's for me. That was the most important thing. I need to be on a bike that's going to have a good chassis that 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 people have developed it, you know. That that is going to be proven that it's a good bike, and that's the opportunity Matt gave me. It's a it's a works bike. It's a it's a factory support KTM bike, and we have access to the testing and and the engine packages that all the other guys have. So I mean, just it was a no brainer. And uh, when I went to California, you know, went to KTM and Roger Ian, they all came out, and uh, yeah, just kind of they 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 gave me whatever I needed to to feel comfortable. And now that you know the chapter of the Kawasaki deal is is behind me now i can really focus on this bike and do a little more testing before heading into the season um so you know i got about four weeks and uh for me it's you know i, I think uh my fitness is is it's gonna be fine by the time we get to a1 but mo for me mostly it's just to be comfortable with this new bike mm -hmm. well and you did that time on the husky 450 just a few seasons ago so it's you do have some experience on a similar model on the same displacement and everything like that yeah yeah correct so i have a little bit of an idea um they're all at the end of the day you know that husky and ktm are very similar bikes and uh yeah it's just uh i need to make sure that i don't loop out i'll tell you that <laughs> okay um with roger you know making sure that you got to that spot how does that feel to have a guy as respected as roger and that powerful and all those things making sure that he's looking out for you that you have the best bike possible well, it feels good, man, just to, to know that they still, you know, they still want to give me a shot. And 
man, there's there's so many guys out there that it, they could have picked anybody else, and I would, and they picked me. So that's a that's a huge blessing and, and a huge opportunity. And obviously, hopefully, I can I can demonstrate people that I you know I I, I am worth the time, you know, because I still honestly I wouldn't have signed the deal with Matt if, Matt if I didn't think I was I was gonna be competitive. You know, and and I don't want to go racing if if I don't feel like I'm going to be competitive. I think uh, I think I I'm going to know one day that it's time to call it, and it's it's not my time yet. I I want to go out there and prove myself. I don't have anything to prove to anybody, but myself. You know, it's it's been a long long career on the 250 class, and I've been trying to move up to the 450 for a lot of years, and uh, things just didn't fall in place, and. Um, this is the year, so uh, I got a lot to to work on. I, I got a lot of goals that I want to achieve, and uh, hope hopefully I can make it happen. I just skimmed the press release right before we got on the phone. Is this all year nationals included, or just Supercross right now? No, this is a Supercross only deal. Um, so uh, we'll see how everything goes. You know, uh, it like I said, it's 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 unfortunate out there that there's not a lot of rides that you can hop on and, and just do the whole year, but. This is a huge opportunity for me. Maybe, you know, if I do good, it can open up some doors to, to do outdoors. I've done outdoors before, and I've done good on the 450, so maybe people can look at that. But for now, I don't care about outdoors right now. I just care about trying to do my best going into the season. The one thing that uh, I have to ask, right as you start putting in performances and, you know, you're winning races on Friday night, Red Bull KTM announces that Marvin is out for the full Supercross season. Can you say anything like, are you going to be, has there been talks of a factory ride for you? Or are you just going to stay at Tedder or is it still undetermined? To be honest with you, I, I, they, somebody said something to me in, well, I was in Geneva and this was on Friday, yeah, Friday night. And I was like, man, that would be, that would be great if I, you know, that was obviously I, I hate that for Marv. Um, but I literally landed yesterday at, at one in the morning. I woke up today. I've been sleeping all day. And the only thing I care about is I want to get on this motorcycle and I want to get used to it. Now, um, my my guy Steve Aldaco is is probably you know contacting and I don't know what they're gonna do. And if I get the opportunity, it would be unbelievable. But for now, you know, it's it, I have the the Tedder racing bike waiting for me. Cool. Um, the one question that we have to ask, we have to ask everybody at this time of year: What are your expectations for 2020? Considering that you know you are a talented guy, arguably could have been a 250 Supercross champion multiple times, had things gone different ways, you know, with the passport issue or the visa issue the one year, other injuries, things like that. Where do you see yourself stacking up in this field? Honestly, I, I like to, to be able to start up front and, and run, run up front as much as I can. Um, I'm racing past champions. I'm racing champions. I'm racing, gosh, I'm racing so many good guys. It's it's not even worth talking about it because there's so many of them, you know. It's crazy, but you know, I I like to, man, I I like to podium, you know. I I like to get on the box. I, you know, call me crazy, but I I believe, I deeply inside believe that I, if everything falls into place, I can do it, you know. And um, if I didn't believe that, if I didn't believe in myself that I could do it, I don't think I I would be here racing. So. Um, is it going to happen? I, I don't know. I'm working towards that goal. And, uh, you know, to, to me, it's just, it's a, you know, it's an opportunity to go race this, this people and I want to make the best out of it. And maybe one night will be my night, you know, and I can, I can get on the box. So we'll see. 
That's good to hear. Hey, Martin, thanks for uh, always making time. I appreciate it. Sounds like everything's going well. It was awesome to watch this weekend. Um, We'll see you at Anaheim 1. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it.